It's another beautiful Sunday afternoon. This is Robin Minds. Welcome. My name is Ebuka Obiuchi, and thanks a lot for joining us today. Hope you are staying safe wherever you are. Um, very weird, uh, strange times that we live in right now, but the most important thing is that everybody has to pull together and play their part. Um, Nigeria has crossed the 500 mark with regards to number of infections. We're closing in on 20 with regards to number of deaths in the country, and I think if um, anybody wasn't taking this seriously before, now more than ever, we need every single Nigerian to play their parts in making sure that they are keeping safe and keeping everybody around them safe. I know it's it, it's still very hard for a lot of people to understand um, how serious this might be. Um, sometimes it seems like it's very far away from you and it hasn't hit home. I don't think it's uh, the right thing to wait for things to hit home before you start taking it seriously. Um, the numbers speak for itself. Across the world, we're over 2 million infections with over 100,000 people dead. And sometimes you hear numbers and it doesn't feel like it's, it makes any sense, but think of these people as human beings. These are human beings. Over 100,000 of them have died and about 20 of them in Nigeria as we speak. Um, a couple of days ago, we did lose the chief of staff to the president of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, Alaji Abakiari, and um, I think that's been probably the most high-profile death we've had so far in the country and it did hit a lot of people's nerves um, with regards to the fact that I mean this is one person a lot, a lot of us even if we didn't know personally knew off as a part of government and I think um, if nothing else woke people up that definitely has shown us that we need to take this very seriously. Um, we have very basic rules that uh, the Nigeria Center for Disease Control have given us um, the easiest part of it is to sit at home and just stay safe at home. It's not the easiest thing to do in a country where poverty is rife, I know, but as much as you can, please stay home. A lot of people are trying to help out. Um, if you can, please reach out. We also know that government has said that they'll be um, giving up palliatives to the poorest Nigerians. Uh, some social investment programs have been trying to roll out. Um, I think about 4 million people, I think 3.6 million households to be specific have been earmarked for that. Um, definitely not near enough, but I mean, it's something, especially for Lagos, Abuja and Ogun states, the three states um, that have been put on total lockdown, at least for now until Monday, the 27th of April. We don't know if it's going to be extended after that, but um, um, we all just need to stay safe and um, play our parts in these hard times. Um, there's a lot we're going to be doing on the show today, talking about the coronavirus, um, with regards to how it affects our government, the economy, what we need to be doing. There's a lot of talk as well about, you know, small businesses that will be affected in times like this and how they can cope. A lot of people are also going through some mental, um, just... It's tough mentally for a lot of people to cope now. So, of course, hopefully we can have a therapist on the show as well to speak on how we can stay mentally safe and sane in these times. And that's what we're going to be starting off our show with today. I'm going to be joined now by Tolusha Francis, who's a therapist, to help us talk about you know mental health and just basically how we can um, manage anxiety and all of the things around that. Thanks for being here today, Tolusha. How are you doing? Can you hear me to the chair? Okay, I think we're having a bit of a technical difficulty there. We're going to try and reconnect with Solution. But I think, um, like I said, a lot of people are going through 
challenges of just, you know, being in a confined space and trying to basically understand what's going on and how we're going to come out of all of this at the end of the day. And um, there's nothing more important now than reaching out. And when I say reaching out, I'm not saying go visit people. <laughs> make a phone call today if you can video call but it's very important that you're talking to someone um a lot of people are going through tough times and i'm not just talking financially the mental side of things is never really seen and sometimes it's probably the hardest and it's something that's probably going to be with us for quite a while after this um whenever the lockdown ends it's going to be a slow rollout from the lockdown for sure we know that um there's not it's not just going to be opened up uh instantly but um people are going to be I mean, having to manage their mental well-being. I think Tolusha is back with us. Um, if Tolusha, if you can hear me, um, thanks for joining us today. And I, we're talking about, you know, how people are going to be managing anxiety and their mental well-being uh, in these times. Um, how are you doing and how are you coping? I'm doing well. I'm fine. Um, can you hear me? Yes, please. Go on. Okay, great. I'm doing well. I'm doing fine. I'm also locked out in my house. <laughs> and um, so I just wake up every morning and I tell myself, well, another day gone. Let's, let's see what today holds for us. And then just carrying around that positive uh, mindset and the hope that we'll overcome this very soon. You know, especially when you live in a state like Lagos. And I mean, Nigeria as a whole, we're very active people. And to tell a Lagosian or a Nigerian to suddenly just sit at home and do nothing has been very tough for people to cope with. You know, every day you go on social media, people are complaining of just being bored, of not being, you know, just mentally engaged enough. Yes, yeah, some people are getting to work from home. Some of us essential workers manage to go to work as well. But the bulk of the majority of Nigerians are just sitting at home and just feel a little mentally drained you know what are some tips that people need to sort of apply in a time like this okay so i think i think to start with everybody needs to come to that point where they express some form of hope that this is not the this is not the end of the world and this is not going to last forever and to wake up every morning with that optimism that this is another day for you to do something for yourself uh, I, I often tell people that it is the time for you to spend time with yourself, all right? Just spend that time to understand yourself, spend that time to look deep within yourself. The things that you've been giving excuses for, that if you say you didn't have the time to do, this is the time to do that. It's not about how, how much you read, it's not about how much skills you're able to gather, but how much of yourself have you come to spend, um, you know, like, uh, do you even understand yourself? So you, if you live in a place like Lagos, like you said earlier, you wake up 5.30 or 5 a.m., you dance out of the house, you're not coming back until 11 or 12. You don't even know your neighbor, perhaps. You've not even interacted with your neighbor. Of course, you can't go visiting them because it's not a public holiday. This is a consequential or, or a lockdown that has come as a result of events happening. So spend time with yourself. That's number one. Number two, you need to come to that place where you tell yourself that this actually is a face that is not just you who is going through it, that everybody is going through. So you're not being punished. Don't see it like you're being punished. Don't see it like someone is trying to punish you. Look at the end game, all right, and understand that it's for your own good at the end of the day. So spend time with yourself, understand yourself, do things that you love to do that you've not had time to do before now, and then be optimistic every day when you wake up, knowing fully well that you are not being punished, and this is not the end of the world. It's just a phase that we're going through, and there are other people going through it with you. 
important point you made there is the fact that everybody's going through the same thing. So um, it's not particularly unique to anyone. But something that I think a lot of people are worried about is finance. Um, most people are not sure how things are going to unfold after this. Some people have already lost their jobs. So as much as you're trying to, you know, enjoy your own company, like you've said, there's the constant, you know, bug in a lot of people's minds about what's going to happen to my finance after this. So there's a lot of just thinking um, of career, of the future. You know, is it possible to go through a time like this and not just be that worried about financial security going forward? It's valid. Being worried is valid. I, I, I'll be lying if I, if I say you shouldn't be worried because um, being worried brings about solutions. Being worried takes you to that point where you think of innovations. Being worried brings you to that point where you think of what are the things that you can do. I was sharing with some people recently that you've been working for quite a while. You have a skill. There's something that you know. For some of people, are even the work that some people do is not even what they studied at school. Have you thought about monetizing your knowledge? Have you thought of how you can teach people what you know? Because if we kill commerce, right, then we'll totally kill the entire system. And so we can't kill commerce. Money must keep exchanging hands. I understand that some are afraid of what would happen after now regards their job. Some are even convinced already that the job is gone. I want to say that, look, you don't, you don't need to give, give, up, give up yet. You don't need to lose hope yet, all right? Just look within you, okay? Still put your certificate together because the truth of the matter is organizations will bounce back, right? It might not be the same organization that you return to, but hey, don't think that that's the end of the world for you, that you won't bounce back. But in the meantime, ask yourself, what can I do? Uh, I'm in the knowledge industry where I believe that there is something that you know that you can teach, all right? And so look at that thing that you can teach, all right? Put them together in a way that you can monetize them, no matter how how small it is, all right, that you're charging for that. That's a different conversation for another day. But you know something. And the truth is, there are some things that you know that I don't know. There are some things that I know that you don't know. I might need your service, right? You might need my service. And so we need to keep exchanging money. We need to keep exchanging money. So sit down. Think within yourself. What is it that I know that I can monetize? If you need to learn how to put them in form of a course or in form of a book or something, Google can help, but you talk to people who have done this before, all right? But you need to begin to look within yourself and see the services that you can render without leaving your home that would keep you going. Does it, does and of course, also understand, this, also understand that that's not the end of it all. Yes. Um, there's, there's a lot of people who keep saying, oh, use this time to, like you've said, you know, develop a skill, empower yourself, maybe be a little more creative, engage yourself mentally. But there's also a lot of people who can't seem to get themselves to do anything. You know, is, is there something wrong with that? Is there something wrong with people who are going through this and just unable to be, let's use the word creative, you know, with their minds that are just, you know, just coasting through? Is there anything wrong with people like that? There is nothing wrong. I, I, said, I said it at the beginning of this lockdown when there was so much um, news going around about the out of this period without getting a skill, you have wasted them. And I said, look, let's not put under the pressure of going out there to learn something because they need to learn a skill. I agree with the fact that we all need to have some form of skills or the other. But you see, when you learn a skill under pressure, even when you start, let's even begin from there, when you start something under pressure, there is a high tendency that you won't complete it because your heart is not there. You're not passionate about it. You're just learning because you want to survive. You're learning because you're afraid that you will lose something, all right? But is there something that you've been very passionate about? Is there something that you've been very keen about that you really want to learn? You have wanted to learn it long ago, 
then pick that thing up. Also, if you're not creative, I won't, I won't blame you, and you have not lost if you're not creative. But what that means is you now need to get someone who is creative, that can work together and put your idea into something that is creative and something that is valuable. You see, this idea of I can do everything by myself, all right, will drain some people. So this is the time you know someone who is creative, you have the idea, call up the person, hey, guy, what's up? I have this in my mind. Can we work together? If you're going to share the formula, the, the revenue or the profit, I agree on that. But you need to also remember that whatever you're putting out has to be top-notch because you're not the only one in that industry. And the only reason why people will patronize is because, one, either they trust you, you've been offering that service before, or two, you're able to present it in a way that is very enticing and they just cannot resist it, all right? So whatever it is that your skill is, hold it, hold it very tightly and then look for people around you who have the skills in the things that you need to get your project out or get your things out and make use of them. You don't have to do everything by yourself. Very, very key there. Now, something I want to talk about, you know, when we're talking about managing anxiety, uh, that's very important is sort of information overload. I mean, everything you put on, on TV now has some talk about the coronavirus and COVID-19, <laughs> which is valid because, I mean, it's a global pandemic. But there seems to be just information overload, for want of a better phrase, you know, for a lot of people, there's just too much being consumed on the news about, you know, this going on. And sometimes it stokes fear for a lot of people. How do you, are you able to sieve or filter off some of this? You, how much is too much to listen to or watch? You know, when is it okay to stop listening? Then again, there's a fear of, you know, stopping to listen and then not knowing what's really happening. So how do you sort of balance out knowing everything but not knowing too much? So let, let, me, let me draw a, a case in point. So I went, I went on Twitter late last night and I saw people saying, we're waiting for NCDC's... Um, number, NCDC's number. And I've been asking people, so you need to ask yourself, every day the numbers are released, how have they helped you? Of what benefit have these numbers been to you? Right? So you need to ask yourself, what exactly do I need to listen to or watch at this point in time? If you're very keen on the numbers, maybe because of um, current affairs matter later in life, all right, you can choose that on a weekly basis. I'll look out for the numbers. A lot of times, the numbers that we see are the numbers of people who are infected and casualties. We don't even look at the number of recoveries that we have at the moment, all right? So you need to ask yourself, what exactly is it that I need? At this point in time, you need to come to that point where you pick with every sense of um, responsibility what you're going to watch, what you're going to listen to, those that you'll be chatting with. If you're in any group where every form of conversation is around COVID-19, nothing else is happening, or they are complaining about Nigeria, or they are complaining about, about how things are handled, ask yourself, is this helping me to be productive? Because at the end of the day, your mind all right, walks through everything that you hear. And so it begins to lead you to think about something, and then begin to feel something, and then you begin to make decisions based on the things that you are, that you are thinking about and like the way you're feeling, and then you take actions. And so for anxiety, you need to understand yourself. And that's why initially I talked about spending time with yourself. You need to understand yourself and understand that you're in a different environment at the moment, very different from what you were, you were used to before. Before you would wake up at a certain time and leave the house, spend your time with another set of people, and then return at night. But now you're forced to spend your entire day at home. And so your body may begin to respond to the changes and there's a form of struggle. You don't want to add the news to that again. You don't want to add whatever is happening uh, on the, in the media to that again. So you need to be very clear. 
Do I need to watch TV? If I want to watch TV, what do I watch? How long am I spending on social media? Am I being productive on social media? Is it helpful to me? And please, when I say productive, I'm never talking about you bringing results. It's about you yourself. What gains are you, have, are you getting from being on social media all through the day? And so it's about understanding yourself, understanding the things that trigger you, and as much as possible, replace them with other things so you can deal with those things that trigger you. Okay, now on the final note now before we go, I want to talk about fear. And it's a very simple question. A lot of people are afraid about, you know, what's to come. How am I going to catch this disease? And there's just a phobia just generally with people surrounding this pandemic. How do you handle fear in a time like this? It's so, uh, it's so sad that fear, fear in itself is an anticipation of something that would happen, like that not even happened, right? And uh, you would agree with me that fear gives you its own response. Fear has a way of dictating how you're going to respond to something. But you see, you have that choice, all right, to choose your response, okay? But it comes from a position of you understanding what you're going through, what you're experiencing. Uh, yes, the fear that you might contract this virus is valid, especially if you have reasons to interact with people, all right, um, yeah, the front line and all that. If you have been sticking to the guidelines and you've not been leaving your house, the chances are slim, okay? But again, if for any reason you begin to experience symptoms that you are ill, the first thing you can do for yourself is not begin to think that you're positive, all right? Don't begin to think about the fact that you probably contracted the virus because you need to understand that fever is not just attached to coronavirus. It's not a symptom attached to coronavirus. Headache, right, is not just coronavirus. So you need to begin to look at the fact that there are still illnesses that you've known before still exist, all right? So first of all, don't panic. Don't be afraid because you're feeling one, one, one way or the other and they begin to think that it's coronavirus. So number two, you need to actually boost your immune system at this point in time. Pay attention to the things that you eat, all right, and take a lot of vitamins. Number three, stick to the guidelines that are given. For example, if you stay at home and you wash your hands properly, you use your sanitizers properly, you shouldn't be afraid that you contract this. If you have any reason to work, all right, you go to work on a daily basis, all right, try as much as possible to be positive, all right, do the things that you expected to do in a normal way. You need to wear your gloves, you need to wear um, your protective gear, wear them, all right? Pay attention to yourself, pay attention to your movement, all right, but don't walk in fear. Because as you walk in fear and as you do things with fear behind it, you are even likely to sleep and then find yourself in that same situation that you're afraid of. All right. So just tell yourself each day that I'll do what is normal. I'll do what is proper. I'll pay attention to my hygiene. I'll pay attention to the guidelines and I'll keep myself positive, understanding fully well that what is happening is not what, I what is happening it's not necessarily for me, or right, if I can follow these guidelines as given by the expert, I can secure myself. Share those are very, very key points, and um, I think uh, it's very, very easy, like you said, if you follow this, these rules, you definitely will be, uh, you should be okay. Thanks for joining us today. Well, we're going to take a quick break now. When we come back, we're talking more about the coronavirus. Don't go away.